Hey, what's up, everyone? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 747 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today here in the last day of November before we hit up December, my birthday month, and uh, closing in on the end of the year. This is so crazy. All right, sweet. Now, here's today's question from Ryan. Hey, Pat. My name is Ryan. I just want to start out by saying thank you for all you do and that I feel inspired and energized every time I listen to you. I have a website at doingwhatever.com and also a YouTube channel called Doing Whatever, where I focus mainly on DIY projects and things like that. My process goes like this. I make the project, I film it, put it on YouTube, and then in the video description I say, for more information on this project, check out the project article on my website, and I leave the link below. But the project article on my website doesn't seem to offer any added value. I basically tell a brief backstory of why I wanted to make that particular project and then embed the video in the article. If I have downloadable plans for the project or Amazon affiliate links, I will link to those as well. But those links are also in the video description on YouTube. So again, no added value. So my question is this. What else can I put in the article that would add more value beyond the video on YouTube? Thanks, Pat, and I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Ryan, thanks so much for the question. I appreciate the kind words. And to help you out, I'm going to reference a number of different videos that I have been experiencing and looking at in the past that really compel me to get onto that person's website. So, for example, I want you to think about somebody who's doing a cooking show, for example, which is very similar to sort of your DIY stuff because you're putting ingredients together, you're creating something, and what a lot of food bloggers are doing who are utilizing video is they're demonstrating and showing the cooking process and whatnot. And they are then listing in a very convenient downloadable. Uh, and the download part is very important because it kind of offers more value, uh, is perceived as ha- having more value. Plus, people can get on your email list from there. But anyway, they're offering up the recipe there and all the exact measurements and whatnot and and special things related to those ingredients that you have to look out for and and those types of things. So I don't know necessarily how much detail you get, Ryan, into all the different parts and components, but that is something you can offer and and would be of huge value. That would be amazing because people would want to download those things. Perhaps uh, they can even... uh, Here's another idea that just came to mind. Back when my buddy Corbett Barr, who blogs and and has a business over at fizzle.co, along with Chase Reeves and a few other people, he had a website called Think Traffic back in the day. And instead of offering for a lead magnet for his email list, he offered access to his toolbox. And what his toolbox was was simply a list of all the uh, PDF files and resources that he has ever used uh, and are very helpful for people who are getting started with you know, how to get more traffic to their website. So you could do something similar, Ryan. So instead of giving people the call to action to come on the website to uh, you know, get you know, even just the download of the list of things that people need for that particular project and the steps in a convenient form, maybe they get access to the toolbox, which has all of the other projects and all of the lists of other different DIY projects, uh, which could be downloadables or just, you know, information on a particular website or perhaps just a directory to all the other stuff. Uh, so the, there's a lot of things you can do there to give the perceived value to uh, a lot more credit. Uh, by still offering the same things. Now, another thing you could offer, which would be really fun for people to get access to, and I know this is uh, a big 
compelling offer on YouTube and it doesn't even cost any money is because the fact that YouTube, you can't have people with these kinds of projects share photos. And in this kind of situation with the, with the DIY stuff, it's very, very compelling to see what other people have done and how other people have used those instructions and are using your instructions and actually creating their own stuff. So what you can do is on your own site, Ryan, you can make it compelling to come and visit because people would want to see how other people have done. So you can offer up, hey, why don't you submit your project or you can upload your project in the comment section and we can all see how each other do. Um, and so that's a great possibility. Uh, the community aspect, I mean, especially with uh, when you start to build a fan base and you start to become known as a brand or a personality online, you know, people want to come and meet with other people who are following you. So offering that up on the website would, would be really helpful too. And lastly, uh, I'm going to take some advice from Jada Selner and Jennifer uh, from simplegreensmoothies.com. So in a similar way to the food stuff, which is similar to your DIY stuff, you know, they're helping people craft their own smoothies and whatnot. They have uh, actually a, a huge following on Instagram, you know, over 200,000 people, probably more by now. But one thing that they do to get people back to their website is to have people sign up specifically for a challenge. And what their challenge is is a 30-day green smoothie challenge where they then give people the recipes in an email sequence after people subscribe on a set date. Uh, and then and – then, you know, they get the emails, they go through the challenge. There's a community aspect to it as well to keep people focused and energized. And you could do something similar too. So giving people a challenge is great. I did this recently for getting people from zero to 100 subscribers on their email list. And for whatever reason, just having a challenge surrounding those call to actions and, and all those things, uh, maybe the building of something, maybe it's it, maybe you take an entire month and have it be a particular theme. So maybe it's DIY smart home month uh, or, or whatever, and then you kind of, for 30 days, give people an email every other day or every week, for example, to complete a project. And people would want to uh, come back to your website to check in with the community, to get more instructions, uh, to ask questions uh, if they need help. And uh, I think that would be a compelling way to get people from those YouTube videos for that challenge into not only your website, but your email list too. Because they'll want to sign up for the challenge. And uh, on, the, on YouTube, you can, you're not sharing necessarily the entire list of ingredients there. But you're getting people to understand that there is this challenge and that there are other things available on the website. So, yeah. So hopefully you can run with some of that, Ryan. Thank you so much for the question. I wish you all the best. And we're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much. And here's a quote to finish off the day by C.S. Lewis. And that quote is, you are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. Here, here. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next episode, and uh, take care. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable. And the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. 
So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.